point does it feel like we like are gonna know what we're doing? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I, yeah, it's like, maybe we should just start with the intro and go from there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right. Hey, everyone. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, go again, go again. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Choosing Yourself with Janice and Rachel. I'm Janice. And I'm Rachel. Um, this is our second episode of Coming Back and chatting with all of you. Yeah, and we're glad to be back and ready to talk to you guys again. And as many of you know, or to our new listeners, our conversations are always meant to be something relatable and hopefully helpful to whoever needs to hear it, regardless of what age or gender. And we always try to em- emphasize the importance of choosing yourself over anyone or any bullshit that you may come across in your life. So welcome back to our newish season. And yeah, so as you can probably tell, I can't talk today, and that's okay. What are we going to talk about today, Janice? We've actually talked about this before on our last season, imposter syndrome, but ever since then, we've kind of started on a new career, essentially. We were more students in the last season, but on this episode, we're going to be talking more of imposter syndrome in the work area. Mm -hmm. Imposter syndrome, it always seems like a relevant topic to revisit because it kind of doesn't, it's not confined to one type of situation. It can be when you're a student, when you're going into the workforce, which is something um, I'm about to do. Janice is in it and like she has experience with it. And so, yeah, it's kind of just always relevant. As many of you know, I'm a nurse and (laughs) I've been one for about a year now working in in an inpatient hospital. I can't talk. I honestly can't talk. Um, It's been a long day. (laughs) day. But yeah, so as many of you know, I am a work. I am a work. I am a nurse. She is a work. A a workhorse, basically. That's all she does. (laughs) Works in a hospital. And despite the fact that I've been working for about a year now, it still doesn't feel like I'm a nurse, if that makes sense. Uh, Rachel and I were just talking about this and I was saying, I'll go into a patient's room and I would introduce myself and they'd be like, oh, so you're going to be my nurse today. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess. I guess it still doesn't click with me that I'm an RN. Like I am responsible for your care kind of thing. Like, I'm being entrusted with your life, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it still, does, it still doesn't feel real or more so it doesn't feel like I really know everything enough to take care of someone, if that makes sense. Like, it even does. after a year of countless hours and experiences, um, it still feels like I don't know anything. Um, which I think a lot of people experience even if they're working for 10 years or 20 years. Yeah, no, that's, it's hard because I think especially in healthcare and, you know, probably a lot of other fields too, but it's kind of impossible to know everything in healthcare because there's just so many different nuances. I mean, for me, Um, I've been on my rotations, which is a new job every six weeks. And so I'm constantly finding out things that I don't know. And it's kind of like, 
you know, you're learning as you go, but like the more you go, the more you find out what you don't know. And you're like, oh my God, how could I not know so many of these things? But, but in this field, it just seems like, you know, and obviously like healthcare is like always changing. So there's always new stuff coming out and happening and, and it's great, but it just feels like impossible to know everything. You know what I mean? Right. And I think like we are in an environment where we go to school, we get a degree. And then after getting that degree, we are expected to walk into a new environment where people are expecting that you know enough to do whatever your profession is or whatever profession um, you're walking into. And I don't think, like, we don't really realize, like, sure, we work so hard to study and get whatever degree or certification or license. And then you go to your first interview or you start your first day of work and you're like, oh, shit. I'm supposed to somehow apply whatever I learned into doing this in real life. And people around you are expecting that you do know what you're supposed to be doing. And deep down, you're like, I don't. (laughs) Um, I mean, I definitely experienced that firsthand because I don't remember a single thing from nursing school. And I walked into this job where I'm supposed to apply everything that I learned from nursing school and I completely blacked out and everything from those few months or year, whatever I was in, I, I simply don't remember anything. And it's like, I have to relearn everything and pretend that I actually know what I'm doing when I really don't. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is too, it's like that kind of sounds like an example of imposter syndrome because I know for a fact that like you're a very good nurse and I would trust you with my life (laughs) so I mean it's but it's it feels that way it feels like you know from the outside it's easier to tell um but when it's you it feels like oh my god I don't know anything but you actually know so much more than you think you do so it's kind of like you don't really always realize that when you're looking at yourself but like from an outside perspective, I would literally trust you with my life as a nurse. <laughs> um, well, this is actually a great topic to talk about, especially for me today, considering it was my last shift working on the unit that I started my nursing career. And I am officially going into the ICU starting next week. And so it just feels super weird because... I'm starting again in a whole new area, new specialty. And sure, I've worked for a year already, but I am going to start new again. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to be a fresh new baby again. And I'm going to be walking into, like, like I said, this new environment where people expect that, oh, a year in, she already knows kind of what she's doing, like the basic things. But I'm like, do I? Do I actually? <laughs> do I really know what I'm doing? Like, basically? And um, yeah, I think I think I need to like learn how to kind of break that, those thoughts in my head and those feelings that I don't, that I don't know what I'm doing and just embrace the fact that I've 
experienced so much in the past year on a really, really hard floor mm-hmm. and that I should become more confident in myself that I'm going to do well. Yeah. And you know what, too? I think it helps, at least it helps me a lot to know that a lot of people feel this way. So, you know, people that you look at who you may consider very brilliant and smart. Um, I've heard people who I think are really smart and brilliant have imposter syndrome. Hint, also you, Janice. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. It just helps me to know that there are people out there who experience the same thing because then putting it in that context makes me think, oh, all right. So there is a possibility that maybe I do belong here. Right. They definitely belong here. And so, and they thought this too. So maybe I belong here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that really emphasizes the importance of separating, separating feelings from facts. Mm-hmm. Because deep down, you sometimes feel like you don't know anything, that you don't belong in this job or around these people or stuff like that. But in reality, you do belong. Like you earned your place there. You are smart enough to, you know, get this degree, get this license. And if you were stupid or if you didn't belong there, you wouldn't be there. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like you simply wouldn't even be in this situation if you didn't belong here, you know? Right. Which is also a very comforting feeling. And I guess, you know, if you think about it, like, which also makes me feel better is if you have imposter syndrome, I guess that just means you're in a process of learning even more. So like you're figuring out what you don't know and what you don't know is that higher level. It just means you're like continuing to learn. You know what I mean? I guess I don't even know if that makes sense, but you're kind of at a level where you're learning so much more than the basics. It's like advanced knowledge. So I don't know. I guess it's a sign that your learning is like increasing. Your knowledge is increasing. Yeah. And what I've actually learned from nursing, a huge thing is just fake it literally until you make it. Because sure, you don't know everything it takes to um, be perfect at your job. Like You're never going to know everything to help save a person's life or know what to do in certain situations that occur. Because I mean, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows what to do exactly at every single moment. But um, I mean, you know more than you do. You figure out, and you never really need to show to people that you don't know what you're doing. Confidence <laughs> is key. Confidence <laughs> is key. As long as you know, like the right resources to look in, you know. So I mean, everyone experiences imposter syndrome. But I don't think if people say that they don't, they're probably lying because. <laughs> or they're a danger. maybe I don't know I mean like people that claim to know everything that's honestly so dangerous in the healthcare field because you have to be able to make the decision to defer to someone else if you don't know exactly what to do for a person you know or ask questions because it's honestly really good to be humble in the healthcare field or any field any field yeah literally like it could save a life or it could really make a big impact so honestly, it's kind of good if you have imposter syndrome because it actually means in some like aspect that you care. Yeah. 
um, you care about the quality of what you're doing mm-hmm. and how you're doing it. Um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing to have imposter syndrome like this. Yeah, it's just important to know that you do belong where you are. It just points to those qualities, like Janice said. So like, I guess imposter syndromes can occur not only in your career, but also um, in relationships with other people, such as a significant other or a friend group or a clique that you're involved in. Um, I'm not sure about like relationship. I'm sure like with a lot of people, they think, oh, am I good enough for them? Oh, they're so intimidating. Definitely not going to attract them or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then with friend groups, it's like this could be happening at work or in school or I don't know. And you want to be friends with these people, but you think something about you just won't vibe with them or they don't think you're good enough to hang out or really care about and you somehow just like don't think you'll click but you want to be friends with them you don't want to be alone you feel but I don't know maybe more towards relationships um sometimes when you're with someone you feel like you don't deserve the affection that they're giving you because especially I don't know like first dates or second dates people I don't know some guy or girl would look at you and think oh my god you are so amazing you're beautiful that they really want to be with you and take you on more dates but then you're worried that like they'll find out you're deep down like you're not as great (laughs) as they think you're gonna be or they think you are um once they get to know you Mm. kind of thing yeah so that makes sense so I think kind of like it's kind of maybe a self-worth thing where you feel like you're not worthy of maybe that level of like someone that good like I don't really know really exactly how to phrase it but I think there is a big problem with self-worth and dating um and that might be (laughs) that might be a bigger topic but um Yeah, I guess it does tie into imposter syndrome because you kind of feel, yeah, self-worth. You may feel kind of like an imposter because you don't believe you deserve something that good. I honestly, looking like thinking more into it, imposter syndrome really does correlate with self-worth. Yeah. Honestly, when you put all the pieces together, a huge part of imposter syndrome is thinking you're not good enough Mm -hmm. that you are a fraud. You're not worthy of this job, this career, this person, this relationship. And that all ties into how you feel about yourself and how you're comparing yourself with other people around you. Yeah. And I literally almost, I'm sure almost every single person in the world compares themselves to someone um, at least once or twice a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely so o- hard. So often. To. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard not to. We're surrounded by so much constant. Yeah, it's, really, it's really hard not to. You're you're always subconsciously comparing yourself mm-hmm. to someone else. 
Yeah. It's almost like you have to go in and like examine that and be like, why am I trying to compare these all like compare myself all the time? You know, it's like something you have to do like a conscious process to like realize you're doing that and then figure out why you're doing that and to kind of like steer yourself away from that kind of, but it's really tough because there's comparisons everywhere, you know, on social media, like just in day-to-day life. Yeah. And not only social media, yeah, exactly. Day-to-day life, who you're sitting next to, who you're working with, um, who you're in class with, you're always constantly comparing yourself and then you're always questioning your worth every single minute of every single day. No matter sometimes how confident you really are, you're not 100% confident in yourself. So I guess to tackle the imposter syndrome side of it, to really start boost up your confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said before, just like fake it, like fuck it. You're already there. Um, you deserve to be there comparing yourself people would literally bring you nowhere but just negativity and I feel like there's so much negativity in the world already and you mm-hmm. don't need any more oh yeah absolutely put on yourself yeah no that's so true yeah it just has a lot to do with you know negative self-talk and trying to figure out how to rework that which is something that I am still trying to work on but it's a process for sure there's no quick fix I think it's just kind of reminding yourself that you're worth it you know yeah think about everything that you've done to get to the point where you are right now because it could honestly be so so much worse yeah <laughs> than it is right now maybe I'm just talking about myself but <laughs> <laughs> but hey I mean we have that's the insight we have so maybe it'll help others you know yeah So we hope that this, you know, our little um, talk about imposter syndrome was helpful for anyone. I know it was helpful for me just now talking to Janice about it. Um, But yeah, that concludes this week's episode. So thank you so much for listening and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you really love us, give us a five-star rating too. And also follow us on Instagram. It's choosing yourself JR to interact and share your ideas and questions. Thanks, everyone. Stop recording.